In this presentation, we will discuss who can claim a dependent's expenses related to the lifetime learning credit. This information can be found in publication 970. Who can claim a dependent's expenses? If there are qualified education expenses for your dependent during a tax year, either you or your dependent, but not both of you, can claim the lifetime learning credit for your dependent's expenses for that year. In other words, what about a situation where we have a dependent, possibly a parent and the child? If the child has education expenses, then who gets to claim them, the parents or the child? And typically, the, if the child was on the parent's return as a dependent, the, pen, the parent would then claim the education expenses. And if the child then was not on the parent's return as a dependent, but filing uh, their own return and not on the parent's return as a dependent, then it could be possible for the child to claim uh, the credit. But of course, you can't double up on it, can't have the credit on the child return and on the parent's return back to the text. For you to claim the lifetime learning credit for your dependent's expenses, you must also claim your dependent on your tax return. You do this by listing your dependent's name and other required information on Form 1040. Here is our test 1040. So if we have, for example, a dependent, of course, the full name of the dependent would be here. This would be the dependent and where it would be filed on our tax return. So this would be the parent in this case. And we would say that we had the dependent child. The dependent child being here then would mean that the related expenses for the dependent child could count towards our calculation of the credit here on line 12 this credit including a couple different things now because now we have the dependent credit as well if we look at schedule one then or schedule three then we'll see the actual credit so there's the 900 credit for the education credit and then of course if this dependent wasn't on our tax return we they decided to to not be a dependent on our tax return file their own tax return then we as the parent or adam in this case as the parent couldn't uh, take the education expenses and that in that case, if this dependent wasn't recorded here on the parent's tax return, they may be eligible to take the credit. And usually it's going to be beneficial, of course, to file on the parent's tax return because it's quite possible that the student, in the case of the parents and the student situation, has less income. And, that, and if they qualify for a dependent, they probably have less income. And therefore, the benefit would usually be better to have them recorded as a dependent and get the better tax benefits. Here is a table to go over this. If you claim on your tax return a dependent who is an eligible student, then only you can claim the lifetime learning credit based on that dependent's expenses. The dependent can't claim the credit. So, so once again, let's do that one more time. If you claim on your tax return a dependent who is an eligible student. So in other words, we have the student here. That's going to be our dependent. Then you can claim the lifetime learning credit based on that dependent's expenses. The dependent can't claim the credit. So then we can take the credit. The dependent then can't on their tax return. Next one, if you, now we're down here, don't claim on your tax return a dependent who is an eligible student, even if uh, entitled to claim the dependent. So in other words, even if we are entitled to claim the dependent here under the, under the rules, we decide not to and therefore forego the benefits of that dependent, then, let's go to then only, the dependent can claim the lifetime learning credit. You can't claim the credit based on this dependent's expenses because, of course, they're not going to be on your return in that case. Back to the text. Expenses paid by dependent. 
If you claim on your tax return an eligible student who is your dependent, treat any expenses paid or deemed paid by your dependent as if you had paid them. Include these expenses when figuring the amount of your, of your lifetime learning credit. So we have the situation, of course, if they're a dependent on our return and they're a dependent here, what if they paid for the schooling out of their savings account? Well, it would still be treated as if, uh, because if we look at the rules, it would say that we had to pay it, that taxpayer. But if the, if the dependent paid and they're a dependent, even if it was paid out of their savings, we're going to say, well, it still pretty much counts as the uh, taxpayer paying it. And we're still good to be able to count that towards expenses that we can take towards the credit typically. Back to the text tip. Qualified education expenses paid directly to an eligible educational institution for your dependent under a court-approved divorce decree are treated as paid by your dependent. So, okay, we might tell you a situation. What if, the, what if there's a divorce situation and then there's a payment uh, that was required through the divorce settlement that doesn't go to the student, but then goes to the institution directly? And then in that situation, you're going to say, well, it wasn't paid by Adam and it wasn't paid by the dependent it was paid by some other person that had to pay it through the divorce situation that went straight to the school well in that situation we're going to imagine we're going to say that uh, for purposes of, of the calculation that it did go direct to the dependent and and then the dependent paid it and then because the dependents on the tax return we can treat that as if the taxpayer made the payment that's going to be how it works all right so next item back to the text expenses paid by you if you claim a dependent who is an eligible student only you can include any expenses you paid when figuring the amount of the lifetime learning credit if neither you nor anyone else claims the dependent only the dependent can include any expenses you paid when figuring the lifetime learning credit expenses paid by others someone other than you your spouse or your dependent such as a relative or former spouse may make a payment directly to the to an eligible educational institution to pay for an eligible student's qualified education expenses so now we're imagining a, a situation we're saying we're imagining a situation where we have the taxpayer we've got the student on the same tax return and even if we had a spouse here on the tax return we're imagining someone else like like a grandparent or something now is paying for the education expenses well what do we do in that case because do we get to include that money when we calculate the education? Let's see. Back to the text. In this case, the student is treated as receiving the payment from other person and in turn paying the institution. If you claim the student as a dependent on your tax return, you are considered to have paid the expenses. So if we're in our situation, we're saying, all right, grand, the grandparents paid the money possibly. Well, then we're going to assume that even if it went directly to the institution, we're just going to like pretend for tax purposes that the money went to the student first, student paid, then the institution. And because the student's on the tax return of the taxpayer, then we can treat it as if the taxpayer made the payments and the payments then qualify for uh, payments we can include for the calculation of the tax credit. Back to the text. Example. In 2018, Miss Allen makes a payment directly to an eligible educational institution for her grandson Todd's qualified education expenses. For purposes of claiming a lifetime learning credit, Todd is treated as receiving the money from his grandmother and, in turn, paying his qualified education expenses himself. So we can obviously imagine this type of situation, right? We have in 2018, Miss Allen makes a payment directly to an eligible institution for her grandson's Todd. 
So obviously, Miss Allen's the, the grandparent, and she wants to give money to the grandson for education. So does she want to give the money to Todd directly to then pay to the school? Of course not, right? I don't, you know, may not totally trust Todd to take all them and pay the education. So she's going to pay directly to the school. But in that case, the question is, well, Todd's going to be claimed on his parents' return. Can the parents claim the education expenses even though grandparents paid directly to the school? Well, for tax purposes, we're going to treat it as if the grandparents paid it to Todd. Todd made the payment to the school and Todd's on the tax return of the parents. So we should be good. Back to the text. Unless Todd is claimed as a dependent on someone else's 2018 tax return, only Todd can use the amount uh, to claim as a lifetime learning. So if Todd isn't on the tax return, of course, if this, if this were Todd and he wasn't claimed here, then Todd would have to file a tax return and claim the credit. Back to the text. If anyone such as Todd's parents claim Todd on his or his or her 2018 tax return, whoever claims him may be able to use the expenses to claim a lifetime learning credit. If anyone else claims Todd, Todd can't claim the lifetime learning credit. So now we have a situation well, if Todd's on the on the parents' tax return, then then the parents you would think would be able to claim the credit in that situation for the payment made by the grandparents. Back to the text, tuition reduction. When an eligible educational institution provides a reduction in tuition to an employee of the institution or spouse or dependent child of an employee, the amount of the reduction may or may not be taxable. If it is taxable, the employee is treated as receiving a payment of that amount and, in turn, paying it to the educational institution on behalf of the student. For more information on tuition reductions, see Qualified Tuition Reductions Chapter 1.